Welcome on into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. Hopefully you guys' weekend all was great. You're catching up on everything that happened, and we're catching up on everything that happened in BYU sports news over the weekend on today's edition of the podcast. Some more BYU watch list news we need to get to. A big-time honor for Matt Bushman in particular we need to talk about. We continue on with our Church and State Player Countdown Series as we profile sophomore linebacker Max Tooley. And we also need to get to some news from the BYU basketball program as they add another staff member who shows that BYU might be investing a little more into this program than some might think. So a lot to get to on today's edition of the podcast. Of course, the other news in BYU sports news, Mary Lake from the BYU women's volleyball team getting another call up to Team USA. We'll talk about that as well. So a lot to cover and let's get to it. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast brought to you today by our good friends at Bombas and Manscaping. We'll tell you about what both of those companies are bringing to our listeners here in a little bit. All right, let's get to it. This is Locked on Cougars for July 29th, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network. Thanks again for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. want to thank you guys for your buildup and your anticipation of the BYU football season. Our download numbers have just been shooting through the roof, and that's not a coincidence with BYU Fall Camp opening up this week. First media availability will be Wednesday. We'll be down there covering it for you. I'll have full reaction for you, player interviews, coach interviews. We'll have it all covered for you right here on your daily podcast, all focused on the BYU Cougars, Locked On Cougars. Let's start off today with some news coming from the uh, watch list season portion of the football season. That includes Matt Bushman being named to the Walter Camp Award watch list. And you're probably wondering, okay, what's this award? What's different about this award? Well, the Walter Camp Award is essentially a Heisman type of award. It is the best football player regardless of position in college football. It's the fourth oldest individual college football accolade in college football. He's one of just two tight ends on this list, joining uh, Vanderbilt's Jared Pinckney on the list. And this is one of 40 players who are named as the 2019 Player of the Year Award. So regardless of position, if you are the best player, the Walter Camp Award is awarded to you. And it's a pretty short list if only 40 players are on it. So it's awesome to see Matt Bushman getting this opportunity to be on this list. The watch list will be narrowed to 10 semifinalists in mid-November. And then the Walter Camp Player of the Year recipient, which is voted on by the 130 NCAA Bowl subdivision head coaches and sports information directors, will be live on ESPN on Thursday, December 12th. So it's a pretty uh, fantastic honor. It's awesome to see Matt Bushman getting some national recognition. He's already been previously named to the John Mackey Award watch list, which is awarded to the nation's best tight end each season. Um, He was a freshman All-American in 2017. Bushman has 78 receptions for 1,031 yards and five touchdowns in his career of 26 games played to this point. So it's awesome to see uh, Matt Bushman getting this honor he's going to need to have a big season to win this award there's no doubt about it he'd probably have to put up yeah that 78 receptions 1,000 yards and between five and ten touchdowns in a single season to win this award but nonetheless a fantastic honor to see Matt Bushman's name 
on the Walter Camp uh, Football Foundation Awards watch list. Um, he was also joined by Uriah Leatawa on the Werfel uh, Award watch list. And you're probably wondering, okay, what's the Werfel Award? It's named after uh, Danny Werfel, who was a former Heisman Trophy winner in 1996 for the University of Florida. It is na- awarded to the FBS player that best combines exemplary community service ex- community service, excuse me, with athletic and academic achievement. Uh, Uriah Leatawa, I've talked about him. He's one of my man crushes on this BYU football program. I'm hopeful hopeful he can really break out this coming season. He's played 16 games in his career for BYU while assisting in BYU's True Blue Hero program, celebrating local community members that are enduring various hardships, including terminal illness and other struggles. So he does a lot of work with that. He also works with the Autism Awareness Football Camp, and he's a leader on the team in organizing intermediate and high school visits that help students understand how they can be successful athletically and academically, as well as members of the community. He majors in business. He also goes to hospital visits and team Christmas caroling events around the holidays. So let's just put it this way. Uriah Leatawa is an every man's man. He's great in the business program at BYU, which is not an easy thing to do. He also plays football. He has an opportunity this year, I think, to break out and really be part of a of starting contingent along that BYU defensive line. He served a mission in Appia, Samoa for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He's also been nominated for the All-State AFCA Good Works team, which is an annual award given to college football players for the impact they make off the field. So, BYU players are well known for their ability to commu- to be out in the community doing great things and whatnot, but all the stuff that uh, Uriah Leatawa does, I think goes under the radar, but it's cool to see him being named to the Werfel Trophy Award watch list. It's presented by the Chick-fil-A Foundation. He's one of 93 players on that watch list that came out late last week. So we'll see how it goes for both of these players. Uriah obviously is getting it done in the community. If he can go out there and have a big season on the field, I can see his name remaining on this watch list as they count it down towards the end of the season before awarding the awarding the Werfel Trophy to, to a player, but it, it's cool to see guys getting nominated in terms of Matt Bushman for his play on the field, what he's been able to do leading BYU and receiving the past two seasons after being a freshman All-American, but also guys like a Uriah Leatawa who go out in the community, do a lot of good work, maybe haven't had the football career on the field that they've expected, but guess what? They're still stand-up young men in the community, in the classroom, and I think that, like I said, I said about Uriah in the, previously on this podcast, I feel like he is poised to break out this year and could have a major impact for the Cougars if he's able to step out and show what he can do in a more prominent role along the BYU defensive line. He's got all of the size in the world, six foot four, 255 pounds, the prototypical size you want for a defensive end in the 4-3 alignment that BYU plays in. He dealt with some back injuries earlier on in his career, but if he can stay healthy, I really feel like Uriah has the opportunity to step out and really make a name for himself. And if he's able to uh, make an impact on the field, he's already doing things academically and in the community that go into this Werfel Trophy Award and if he has the the athletic achievements on the field, that probably completes the cycle for him in terms of being a major contender for this award. We'll see how it goes for him and if he's able to keep up everything going on because all of the things he goes out to is just absolutely incredible. Autism Awareness Football Camp. He organizes high school and intermediate school visits. He does hospital visits. He goes Christmas caroling. It's just cool to be part of the BYU True Blue Hero program. It's, it's fantastic what he does and here's hoping that it carries over to the football field and he has the 
impact he wants to have uh, on the field this coming season for BYU. All right, some news from the BYU watch list side of things. BYU Fall Camp, like I said, gets started later this week. First media availability Wednesday evening. Excited to be out there watching BYU. I'm hopeful they don't shut down practice like the University of Utah has done, but we haven't heard officially on that yet, so we'll keep you updated as things draw a little bit closer, but football is here, y'all. Get ready. It is coming real quick, 31 days away. Uh, Real quick before we go, we do need to get to our Church and State Player Countdown Series, and we're talking today about Max Tooley. You may have seen him on social media with the platinum blonde hair. He did make his due during the offseason. Six-foot-two, 225-pound redshirt freshman from Bountiful, Utah. Uh, Played at Bountiful High School. Served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in the London South Mission in the United Kingdom. And I'm expecting Tooley to really step out and really be a part of BYU's linebacker rotation this coming season. He's got all of the ability in the world. He's got the size you want to see, six foot two, 225 pounds, like I just mentioned. And a guy who, coming out of high school, really was thought of it as a high-level prospect, picked BYU. Uh, the standard examiner up there in northern Utah and Ogden named him an all-area football team's most valuable player. He was on their first team all-state or all-region honoree, and he was all-USA-Utah football first team on defense in 2015. So just a fantastic player all the way around. Participated in a few games a year ago, collecting two total tackles um, on the season, but kept his red shirt uh, season intact, and he's going to be a red shirt freshman this year. I've talked about this previously last week in our preview of Fall Camp. There are nine red shirt or true freshman linebackers on BYU's roster. They're going to need to grow up real quick can really make an impact for BYU this coming season if they want to have the success they're looking for. But I feel like Max Tooley wearing number 31 as we count you down to BYU and Utah kicking off the season just 31 days away, one month exactly away. Max Tooley wearing number 31, I think, is going to at least be in the rotation, if not starting for BYU come game one of the season. And of course, that, that bars any major injuries that pop up for him in fall camp, and you knock on wood with that because you hope that all of BYU's players come out of fall camp healthy and have the opportunity to contribute at a high level. But the nice part is a guy like Max Tooley really looks the part and he's been um, talked about as a guy who could really make an impact for the Cougars. And we'll see what happens. Uh, He played in three games a year ago, so he's got some game experience under his belt. He tallied his first solo tackle against Utah in the regular season finale last year. So he's played in some big time games so far. If you've played against Utah, you've played against a big time team in my mind. And I expect that he is going to have a major impact for the Cougars this season. So it is number 31, one month exactly from today, BYU and Utah kicking off the season. Who wears number 31 on the roster? That would be linebacker Max Tooley. And excited to see what he can do this coming season for the BYU football program. All right, we'll switch gears, talk some BYU basketball news next. They made another staff hire. And I think it's actually a very good indication that BYU is investing in the program more so than they ever ever have done in the past. We'll talk about that next, but before we do that though, support of Locked On Cougars comes from Manscaped today, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. You may have seen them on Shark Tank. Manscaping offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. That's 20% off at manscaped.com with the promo code LOCKEDON. More in a moment. This is Locked On Cougars.
Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Welcome back. Talking now some BYU basketball news. BYU basketball coach Mark Pope um, announced the hire of Nathan Boobs as the program's new coordinator of strategy and analytics. Um, he called him a total, quote, total game changer for our program here at BYU. That's what Pope said in the statement released from BYU Sports Information. Quote, as the new coordinator of strategy and analytics, he has already changed the way we are capable of teaching, training, and developing our players. Simply put, Nate is making BYU basketball one of the top technological programs in the country, giving our team an incredible advantage, unquote. He'll be in charge of video operations and analytics to oversee recruiting films, self-scouting, opponent scouting, post-game reports, and recruiting data. His focus will be on the latest technology and performance science to help keep the BYU basketball program up to date. He was recently a coaching associate for the Los Angeles Lakers, worked with film breakdown for the Lakers this past season, likely probably worked with new Utah Valley head coach uh, Mark Madsen in that role. He also previously worked at Boston College under head coach Jim Christian from 2016 to 2018 as a graduate assistant. He was a student manager for the Eagles as well from 2012 to 2016. And he also spent two seasons as the baseball operations intern for the Washington Nationals for two summers in 2014 and 2015. 15. So this is a guy who's been around the block in pro sports and in the collegiate game a lot, understands what he's doing. But if BYU is investing in the program to this level, I think it shows there's some money that's being invested in the program and it's also going right into the program. Hopefully that makes sense. I hope I didn't make too much of a convoluted mess of that, of that statement. Essentially what I'm trying to say is BYU hiring somebody like uh, Nate Boobs, it shows that BYU is putting a lot of money into the program and it's allowing them to hire new staff members. There was a lot made when Kalani Satake came into BYU's football program that they were understaffed. They needed to hire interns or video game coordinators, all the different things that go into these massive football staffs. Well, BYU didn't have any of that and they've started to add more and more of that. They've added some analysts on both the offensive and defensive side of things in BYU football. Well, hiring a guy like this, a video game coordinator of strategy and athletics analytics for BYU basketball shows that they're trying to keep up in the arms race to a degree as well in the basketball sphere. Programs like Gonzaga have multiple guys who work off the court who are looking at film, who are helping with recruiting, doing all of the things behind the scenes to make the coaches who are on the court's jobs easier. And a guy like Nate Boobs is here to help Mark Pope and his program make it take, take the next step, I guess is what we're trying to get across here. And I think that's a fantastic thing. A guy who's worked with video at both the collegiate and the pro levels. He obviously will have a, a sense of what will work in the collegiate game, you would think, and really help BYU maybe get a leg up at some level and help themselves uh, build a f- basketball program that can make a big impact. Um, I saw some things over the weekend saying that BYU, in terms of Mark Pope, he's one of the few coaches that in their first year on the job is expected or the expectation is that they'll make the NCAA tournament. Uh, BYU has a number, number of seniors on this team. It was thinned out with the sudden retirement of Nick Emery. But if BYU can fill that uh, roster slot, fill that scholarship with a graduate transfer that can come in and have an impact for BYU, I think the Cougars are going to be set up to have a good season overall and be able to do some impressive things. I think the expectation should be for BYU to make the NCAA tournament this coming season. I know we talked about last season. I felt like, okay, if BYU makes the NIT this year, it's okay. But in the aftermath of uh, 
Dave Rose stepping down, retiring from coaching basketball, and Mark Pope's hire, and then a number of graduate transfers, and Yoli Child's uh, decision to re- to remain with the program for one more year. Yeah, this program should be gunning for the NCAA tournament this coming season, and I understand the Gonzaga is the big dog in the West Coast Conference. They're going to be for the foreseeable future. I don't see BYU necessarily supplanting them this coming season or in the near future, but if BYU can go out and win games and they have opportunities in the non-conference to build up a resume, etc., the goal should be for this program to make the NCAA tournament. And hiring guys like Nate Boobs to help with the off-the-court things and investing in the program, making sure there's money to hire guys like this that can come in and make an impact for BYU off the court and take some of the strain off of Mark Pope and his three main assistants. I think it's a fantastic idea. I think it's a fantastic setup for BYU. And I think it's going to make sure that they are on top of things when it comes to issues that have plagued BYU teams in the past. There have been times it felt like BYU's been caught unawares of certain things that have taken place and they don't seem to be up to date on the latest and greatest when it comes to all of the things that are afforded to them as a program. Well, I think Mark Pope's hire and the kind of the new influx of energy and not going to lie, a lot of money from certain boosters. I think is being evident uh, being with this hire being made by Mark Pope because I don't think this happens under a Dave Rose or a Steve Cleveland tenure. Sad, sad to say, it just doesn't seem like it'd be something that would happen for BYU under those two coaches because I don't know that the BYU administration understood to the degree that they were falling behind until guys like Mark Pope come in and say, hey, if you want me to compete at the level you're expecting me to, this is what I need. And I think it makes BYU administrators sit, sit up a little straighter and say, oh, well, maybe we do need to invest a little bit more. So here's hoping that a guy like Nate Boobs joining the BYU basketball program can help the Cougars just really push forward and be amongst the leaders. Innovation is what it's about for BYU. They need to be on top of the latest trends in terms of analytics, all the different things that are happening in the sport. Basketball is becoming a sport that has been revolutionized by analytics. And if they can get any leg up in that regard, it's going to help them out in terms of because in terms of how they compete because they have so many disadvantages with the honor code, the academic requirements, all of that goes into it. And if you can get an edge any way you can possibly afford it as a BYU basketball program, go chase it. And it's awesome to see BYU basketball investing in this program, the BYU administration allowing uh, the coaching staff to invest in the program. And I'm hopeful that it pays off for them at some point down the road here in the near future. So there you go. Some thoughts on the new hire for BYU basketball. And I really do think it shows that BYU is entering a new stage of their athletic administration saying, okay, we need to invest a little bit more than we have in the past. There's no more of this mom and pop shop business if we want to compete at the highest level. BYU is never going to be Alabama in football or they're never going to be Kentucky in basketball in terms of the investment into the program to that level, but they can invest a lot more than they have been in the past. And I think this is evidence of them entering kind of a new sphere in that regard. All right, we'll step aside here, come back two other sports to catch you up on some news in the BYU men's golf sphere, as well as a team USA call up for BYU women's volleyball libero, Mary Lake. She is going to be a national team star. I think we'll talk about that next right here on locked on Before we do that, a reminder for you guys to listen to the new Locked On NFL podcast with expert analysis from former NFL scout Matt Williamson, also hosted by Brian Peacock. Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's Matt's unique takes on the game. It's fantastic. 
Training camp is underway. Hard knocks is underway with the Oakland Raiders. Matt Williamson worked for years in the NFL sphere, so I would encourage you guys to check out the Locked On NFL podcast and make sure you're staying up to date with your favorite NFL team and just the league in general with Locked On NFL. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is what the Locked On Cougars podcast is part of as well. All right, more in a moment. This is Locked On Cougars. Welcome back. As we close out today's edition of Locked On Cougars, want to thank you guys again for your continued support of the podcast. Our download numbers have just shot up in the past couple of weeks, and that's not surprising with BYU football fall camp coming right up to this week. We start Wednesday. We'll be down there talking with BYU players and coaches and having interviews for you guys. If there are players or coaches you want to hear from, I'm always willing to get a hold of them if you let me know who you want to hear from. So please follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars. You can follow me at Jacob C. Hatch, or you can drop us an email, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Love to hear from you guys and let me know who you'd like to hear from during fall camp, and I'll do my best to make make it a reality for you. Just be aware that newcomers, speaking of freshmen and junior college transfers, per BYU's uh, rules when it comes to the media, they're not available to, to, to be talked to until later in fall camp, if not the first game. It's just kind of weird. They kind of wait. There's a waiting period. Uh, uh, you have to wait before BYU says, okay, you can talk to those guys. So let me know who you'd like to hear from, and we'll do our best to make sure they are here on the Locked on Cougars podcast podcast for you guys. All right, a couple other BYU sports news and notes to get to before we close today's podcast. As the Golf Coaches Association of America, the GCAA, has named BYU men's golfers Chad Hardy and Kelton Hirsch as 2018-19 All-American Scholars. This came out last week. Uh, The criteria to make the All-Scholar team are some of the most rigorous in all of college athletics. They're required to maintain a 3.2 GPA while participating in at least 50% of the team's competitions. So congratulations to both Chad Hardy and Kelton Hirsch. They both had strong showings during the season for BYU. Hardy was placed in the top 23 times last season, including an 8th place finish at the Nick Watney Invitational. Hirsch carded his lowest score of the year at the NCAA Pullman Regional, where he shot a 207 at 3 under while helping BYU earn a berth in the NCAA Championships. Hardy is heading into his junior year as majoring in finance, while Hirsch is also prepping for his junior year and is undecided on a major at this point. So 540 40 men's collegiate golfers were named to the team. So congratulations to both Chad Hardy and Kelton Hirsch on earning those academic honors. One other note for you is that BYU senior libero Mary Lake has been selected to the 14-player U.S. women's national team roster. Will work to secure a 2020 Olympics game berth in a qualification tournament held August 2nd through the 4th in Shreveport, Bossier City, Louisiana. The United States will face Kazakhstan, Bulgaria, and Argentina in a round robin format with the winner earning a berth in the Olympic Games slated to take place in Tokyo next year. Uh, Lake, who is an AVCA All-American and a three-year starter at BYU, recently helped Team USA win the FIVP Volleyball Nations League title, defeating Brazil in the gold medal match July 7th in Nanjing, China. She remains stateside for this tournament, but it's fantastic to see her as one of two liberos on this team playing alongside Megan Courtney at the libero position on this 14 team uh, 
four-man, fourteen-player team that goes into this four-team round-robin tournament. They begin play this weekend, August second. They'll take on Kazakhstan at six o'clock Central Times, five o'clock Mountain Time. We live on NBC Sports Network, and they'll face off against Bulgaria and Argentina later on in the week playing on the Olympic Channel and on NBC. So a fantastic opportunity for Mary Lake to show what she can do on the volleyball court once again with Team USA and ahead of BYU Women's Volleyball season coming up where I think BYU is going to be expected to make another run at an NCAA national title. All right, there you go. That is the podcast for today. Please follow along on whichever podcatcher you use. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Give us those five-star reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. They really help get the word out about the podcast. And a reminder for you guys to check out Manscaped. Get 20% off using the promo code LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. And also a reminder for you guys, if you are an NFL football fan, check out the all-new Locked On NFL show as well. We'll catch you tomorrow. We're continuing to get you ready for BYU Fall Camp with the first media availability on Wednesday. It is underway. Football is here. Get excited, folks. 31 days away, one month away from BYU and Utah kicking things off. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Cougars for July 29th, 2019.